Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And ZD Donahue. Well, she's ZD Donahue. I am not both people. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so, Mom. Well, sometimes. I know. Sometimes I just. I know you know my social security number and you've used it. <laughs> no, I have to text you for it every time. True story. No, yeah. I do not. For. But you have, <laughs> you have pretended to be me in official ways. Yes, I have. I've been like this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, we're going to start off this podcast with a little listener mail and it's a prompt. And oh, it's okay. from at Maple Stitch on Instagram. And she says, just wanted to say I listen to your podcast and really like the mother-daughter family dynamic. Keep it up. You guys are so interesting and love the dual generation perspectives. I would love it if you guys would make an episode that talks about a plan or a set of skills with pattern suggestions to go acquire garment sewing proficiency. I don't know where to start. Thank you both. Ooh. Well, thank you. Very much, Maple Stitch. I can't believe she has that much confidence in us. Yeah, I love I it. It's really sweet. And I'll just say that from looking at her profile, that it looks like she's a quilter. There is a lot of like really cute, very accurately pieced like quilts and bags, you know, and things right. like that, like patchwork. Um, and I, re- I love all your fabric choices. Like you've got this, she's got this gorgeous feed. So um, anyway, at Maple Stitch on Instagram, and we are at ZD Sewing Studio. On Instagram, if you want to, you know, tag us and ask us to record a podcast. Um, so, Mom, when I first read you that comment, you're like, "Oh, I don't know." And <laughs> I would say, let's let's do a quick rundown of some skills that you need for garment sewing. And I think that Maple Stitch will be pleasantly. You, is it maple? Maple, or like maple, maple, like maple syrup. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. the tree. Okay. Yeah. And um, I think that she'll be surprised that she might already have a little bit of the foundation from yeah, her, yeah. her quilting background. You know, even though we say we're not quilters, da 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 da. Right, but you, you know. can, I mean, you can always you you transfer skills. Right. So I think maybe patterns, and she asked for pattern suggestions. Right. Patterns are a thing we should talk about, but I think maybe let's start this little series off with cutting. Let's do. Let's do an episode about cutting right now. Cutting out garment patterns and garment fabric. Yes. Okay. 
Um, and in a way, it's probably is one of the most important things to start with because how you cut that fabric, how you cut, it's the first step in how well your your garment's going to turn Any out. Any tip you look up about garment sewing, you know, if it's like, oh, do do this and it'll be easy to bind your neck hole or da da right. it all depends on accurate cutting first. Right. You've got to cut. If you don't cut it correctly first, and, and this is, like I said, I believe that people will say same thing for quilting. If right. you don't cut it out right, your your block won't end up the correct size. Right. So, so your garment won't end up the correct size. And in garment sewing, mom and I really like to use a rotary cutter to right. cut out both pattern pieces and uh, like out of pattern paper. Right. Okay. And our pattern pieces right. out of fabric. I I hardly use a shear anymore. Yeah. Um, I I have small scissors that I use four inch type scissors mm-hmm. that kind of thing. One of my favorite pairs actually those are you know those were marketed as quilting scissors that pair I had that has like the, the spring the big no the big oh. the big size handle you can get your hand in but oh. then it only has like a three inch blade I will I link, love those I will link to those scissors in the show notes no they are they oh they're and nice. they're easy to find for, yeah. they're a little pair of scissors so they're easy to find they cut well you can get your whole hand in it not just two fingers right I'm I'm falling in love with those scissors more and more all the time and so I we use a rotary cutter and what might be different a little bit from quilting here is that we'll use a rotary cutter without the aid of a ruler right to cut out a curve in fact i yeah i almost don't use it right Right. um now probably the biggest difficulty on a rotary cutter when you're cutting out a a pattern like that is an inside corner yeah there are the small is it are they 18 28 28 yeah so kind of a normal quote-unquote normal size rotary blade is 45 millimeters do you know that 28 was the very first rotary cutter I ever had. I, I that was like the that. first size they came in. So the 28 yeah. are are kind of what ter- is termed the small right. and size. And that was nowadays. before you were born like a long time before you were born. About it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a long time and we had Teflon cutting mats that like were, didn't heal well. Sealed up. They yeah. got sliced up. Yeah. But anyway, um for inside corners, somebody may want that smaller blade. The other thing is you might need a little pair of shears or nips for inside corners. I don't. Okay. I, I'm, I'm at the point where, honestly, I don't need those anymore. Uh, when someone says, oh, how do you cut out that curved neck, you know, or the, that, that arm hole, the, the, the arm size round, and you've got a rotor. Well, honestly, if you know anything about math or physics, a round neck can be cut out better with a round blade than a straight blade. Right. In fact, I'll say this. I mean, I look like an idiot trying to cut out a curve with scissors. <laughs> you know what? Your skills, I, your, honestly, your skills have to be better. Yeah. And, well, and but the I, other, I mean, right. there are people who cut out curves with scissors better than me. I have, yeah. a tr- I have trouble cutting out because curves with you scissors. Nev- well, because you never had yeah, to. Yeah, because I always did it with a rotary right. cutter. And the other thing you need to know is that when you're cutting a pattern with shears, you have to, or a pattern, I'm sorry, you know, the, the fabric fa- and the pattern. Yeah, the pattern piece. You have yeah. to put the blade under the fabric and you're lifting the fabric up and you don't get as precise a cut. When you're using the rotary cutter, it stays down on the mat and you're just coming from the top and you get a better cut. That's my big thing. 
Oh, I know. That's my biggest thing. I'm like, I get to leave it. And speed. Yes, I get to leave it there. And once again, I mean, if somebody saw me cut out a pattern with a pair of scissors, I I looked bad um because I'm used preschool to, yeah no and they, they yeah. get jagged and stuff right and so it, it there is a definite skill to using shears yes there yes it's not and, it's not like and if, it's something you have to develop yes. and it is a skill uh i probably still have it because i cut so many years with mm-hmm. it uh i didn't start cutting garments i it was probably about i i started transitioning i'd say in 1980 to the rotary cutter and by i would say by 85 I wasn't using shears anymore. Yeah, and the the rotary cutter does have a a, a couple quote unquote like limitations. You do have to have a mat to cut on. Right. So you need somebody, a, you need a surface area. So if somebody doesn't have a mat, right. um, you know that's important. But accurate cutting. I mean, when we say hey, you got to cut accurately, the rotary right. cutter can really help you. And you can't get anything any sharper. Yeah, and when you and you can also cut your finger off better than with a pair of scissors. You got that's it. For sure. it. It is more dangerous. Right. You know, make sure to always retract your blade. Or um, get that Ulfa rotary cutter where you squeeze it, you know, to expose they that blade. They used to not retract. Right, right, right. Yeah, get one with a retractable blade. Make sure it's retracted, especially before you put it in the drawer. Right. Well, Somebody and you lock it when you put it in the Somebody drawer. Somebody did that to me the other yeah. day. Yeah, and you lock it. There's usually a way to lock the blade safety before you put it in the drawer. And it should be the only thing in the drawer where you keep it. Yeah. So that, you know... You know you're going into the sharp store. The cutting or implements right. drawer. Right. Yeah. And you want a really sharp blade. You don't want a crappy blade. Uh, you want to pay attention to how you take it apart to change the blade so you can put it back together. And we need to do a video on that. It's so simple. My father used to work with small electronics, and he taught me this procedure, and I will teach it to you. Okay, we'll get, we'll de- definitely do that. That's video. A, it's a perfect. So when you cut when you cut out mm-hmm. the garments accurately, the other thing about laying out pattern pieces onto a garment, which I think probably you know hey, we're talking to somebody right. kind of like Maple Stitch here, who's obviously cut right. out quilt patterns before. Um, I don't like to pin pattern pieces to the right. fabric, and I because you don't. Um, you know. Well, and the reason again, time. Uh huh. The other thing is, as soon as you pin, you're distorting the fabric. Right. You want to use pattern rate. Now, when I pattern pi- weights, weights. No. <laughs> um, when I will say the only time I use pins when I am cutting is if I'm trying to match a plaid, match a stripe, or something like that. And what I pin is I pin the fabric and not the pattern to it Mm -hmm. because I've got two layers. Yeah. Now, there are are some schools of thought, and this is not a bad school of thought, especially for a beginner, is when you're cutting plaids or stripes or something like that in a garment and you want to match them, don't cut on the fold. Cut each piece out. So, like you made everybody do in the jeans class. Yeah, and so you, yeah. you know, so you know you're getting, you're matching the pattern. Now, what I do is I make sure when I'm putting, you know, layer on top of layer that those patterns are matched, yep. and that's what I'm pinning together. Yeah, but you're pinning together the, the fabric only. pattern of the fabric together, right. not you know, and then laying that, pa- right. that pattern on top. But mo- I, I would think often. You would be taught by people who teach garment sewing. It, you know, if it's a plaid, don't cut it on the fold. Yeah, cut it separately. R- right. Cut it, you know, cut the whole piece so you can see how it's going to come out and, and all of that. Um, I rarely do that anymore, but I wonder how many garments I've made in my right, lifetime. Right. Like, well, I, I actually just saw a photo that was 
49 years old. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it was my cousin's baby shower. She has a child that's 49 years old. And I'm sitting there in a dress I made that I hand monogrammed. Like, you know, on the, but it, it actually, the style's back, everybody. Yep, I, I was going to say, you're that ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a seersucker, you know, shift, which people are wearing these days and but it's kind of funny that i was like oh there i am in a dress i made hey y'all Darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music and one of the big things is a strong sense of place that's why i love my home state of south carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer from the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast it's got it all not to mention two of my personal favorites great golf and amazing food come see why i love this place Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Well, and for the rotary cutter business that we're talking about, we're big advocates of this. Right. A lot of times people like bring up uh, the objections to the rotary cutter. It's about the curves. And we just talked about how really curves should be easier with the rotary cutter once you get used to it. The other thing I hear is like, oh, the fabric like slips and slides or when you cut out knits with the rotary cutter that it pushes it out of the way, you know, or something. And I'm like, same thing with scissors. I was going to say, you know, the, the, same thing. the same thing happens with scissors. The same, the same challenges come up with scissors. So if you can get a rotary cutter and you can get a sizable cutting mat right. that's big enough to cut out things like sleeves and pant legs and shirt fronts and stuff, then I, I just highly suggest starting off right with trying that. And maybe I know, I know you're about to say something. Maybe what I'd say about pattern suggestions. I think like a pair of PJ pants. Oh yeah, that would be is nice. It's a really good thing to start yeah. cutting because it's kind of straight with just the right. curve for the crotch, you right. know. So like, and when I say PJ pants, we know that nowadays Everybody, those are uh, those yeah. are slacks, you know. <laughs> like, people wear those. People are wearing to pants. Walmart all the yeah, time. People are wearing PJ pants, and you know, off the top of my head, I know there's some indie pattern that's. I think I can't remember who it's from, but I will post to it. There are a lot of people making these kind of real lightweight. Well, PJ I'm wearing bands, them, and you're I've wearing been, them. I actually just had some surgery on my leg, uh-huh. and of course, wearing a dressing and all this, and um, tight pants or like leggings or something, where even tight jeans were okay, except I had this big lump then on my thigh that attractive. No one knew was like. <laughs> Addressing, they just thought it, I had a big lump on my. But I was wearing something that, you know, very much people would think was a PJ pants. Right. But those those loose fitting trousers are very stylish. A lot of them in the big prints or the. Um, well, and they're making you know, them out of those like lightweight, right? Like rayons or the right. lightweight knits or something. And they feel pajama y. Yeah, they, they do. really do. They do feel pajama y. But then when you make them out of a print that sort of is, oh, I don't know. I try. I'm trying to say that somehow people make them not look like pajama pants, but then they do. Well, they do a lot of them are sort of ethnic pants. prints yeah, or you know. boho-ish. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's apparently there's like 
a big trend with boho to be sophisticated boho, not just boho. I don't even like Who knows? boho. Well, know. <laughs> you know, sophisticated boho would be sort of loose pants, but, you know, I think it's cleaned up a little bit, so to speak. Boho, sophisticated. Right. So anyway, starting out with that pattern, but were you going to say something about shifty fabrics and like knits well, and stuff? Well, I, I the guess the other recommendation that I have seen before is uh, – Things with a high pile or like furs, faux yeah. furs, not to cut with rotary cutters because uh, now you're talking about cutting one layer of fur always, especially yes, with that yes. high pile, and you, you're supposed to cut from the back side, right? Not the furry side. From, not the furry yeah. side, from the back side. And people say, well, it's because it sticks in your mat and it'll never come out. That's true. It will. But I can put down paper. Right. On my mat and then cut. And believe me, if you're making 55, you know, uh, mouse costumes or something, you will do that. Right. Um, so, and and when people say the pattern, things shift and everything, and you're absolutely, and chiffons, there's tricks to those things also. And it goes along with shears or the rotary cutter. You put tissue paper between the layers or you put tissue paper underneath. Uh, oftentimes you need to do that the fabric you're working with. I know that like a polyester sheer oftentimes wants to do that stick in the mat Get thing. Get stuck to the mat, yeah. Yes. The fibers are being pushed down into the mat yep. instead of getting cut. If, if your rotary cutter is really sharp, it probably won't happen. But, you know, as you're cutting, of course, it dulls. And the thing is, is that you can put down like a tissue paper or something. Will that dull your blade? Well, of course it Everything will, and your cutting blade. your fabric yeah. dulls your blade, and, and just running it on the mat dulls your blade, as well as your shears. When you cut the fabric, you don't. okay, let me blow everybody's mind here, and let's see how many people disagree with this. <laughs> There's the rule. Don't cut anything but fabric with your sewing scissors. Yeah. Right. And you've heard it all your life. Don't touch my shears. Don't touch my sewing scissors. Right. It's kind of a myth. It's kind of a falsehood. But what it's... Because you can cut paper with your sewing shears. It won't hurt them. In fact, one way to sharpen your scissors is to cut aluminum foil. Right. It will take care of, you know, the little... Nicks sometimes the little micro dings. Yeah, yeah, micro nicks in your... The rule is to keep people away from your sewing shears because you don't want to cut something like a wire or anything that will put a big ding in those blades that, that, that's irreparable, that right. you, you can't take care of. So the rule is good. But if, you're, if you are in your sewing studio or your sewing room or whatever and you want to cut a piece of, say, um, Wrapping paper, right? It won't hurt your shears. Right. It will not hurt them. The other tip with squishy fabrics like knits, and I've been cutting out a lot of stretch denim lately uh, for these jeans. Um, You never want to put your hand in front of your rotary cutter anyway. Ever, ever, ever. Anyway. But a lot of times when we, like, get started, I'll have um, a, a client, you know, cut into the fabric a few inches and then put their hand behind the rotary cutter and hold 
you know, what they have, mm-hmm. they've made the fabric into two pieces right, right now. Hold those two pieces right there and continue cutting. That's correct. And it's a little bit, not a pull from the back, but just a little bit of stability. Sta- stabilization. Yeah, stabilization from the back, and it helps that not to pull. And I did that with Joyce the other day, and she was like, whoa. Right. You know? And sometimes if your weights are really good, yeah. it's fine. And uh-huh. you, maybe you'll only have to hold the piece of fabric that's not weighted down. Yeah, that that's happen what happens too. to me a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, and speaking of weights while we're at weights there are fabric weights you can purchase per se that's what they're called you know they're they're in the stores big huge washers work cans of tuna cans of cat food yeah, anything that's heavy. And anything that's heavy your shears laid down we like those zircle pin cushions they're pretty expensive pattern weights but <laughs> but they really are nice uh-huh. well, and then there's things that are, will curve a little bit that are good you know yes those kinds of things the other thing that we have now that we can start using again is sometimes you'll have a drawer pull or a cabinet pull uh. that if you take that that's heavy because I redid my kitchen so now yeah, we have like it's like a bag of them we have like a bag of twenty two and they're they're like just little knobs and they have a flat ba- and if you yeah. take the screw out they are perfect perfect for pattern they're perfect weight. pattern weights. I didn't even think about that yeah and I I. In the past, I'd use those. And the other day, I thought about I saw those. I thought, why don't I have those up in the studio? If I ever want to use them for pulls again, I can. But right now, I can use them as pattern weights. So I think that uh, for this prompt about a set of skills, you know, that uh, cutting is a, a really good place to start. Do you have anything else to add about cutting? I guess the one really important thing, and I don't know how we could forget this with the cutting table sitting there. Like right there. <laughs> Yeah, like it's, right. It's like really big. Like we can touch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, is sometimes when you're using a rotary cutter, the ergonomics of it is very important, and you want your weight on top of that blade that you're using. Don't push it. You want your weight on top of it. You're pushing down and don't forward. Just pu- don't just right. push forward. You're push pushing down. down also. Good point. If you're short, like me, like me. you might need a stool. To, to make sure you are over the pattern, which I needed also with shears. The other thing you might do is you might crawl up in the middle of your cutting table. What? <laughs> and I've been caught in that position many times. Uh, but, but, you know, the other... So the ergonomics is important. The other thing about the ergonomics is, you know, sometimes we have to crawl up on the cutting table to do stuff because our cutting table's real big. But do treat yourself to some kind of table that's not the floor. Right. The other it's thing, hard. it's and, hard and, to and, cut on the And the other thing, I've had people say to me, "Oh, well, my hand gets so tired when I use the rotary cutter," and I'm thinking, "Well, my got tired when I use the shears, shears too." Yeah. But the other thing is, uh, actually, the same person you saw, I watched her one day, and I said, "Okay, Joyce, you're inefficient. Mm-hmm. Do it." Th- and, and again, she said, "Whoa!" And she's just learning. Yeah, she's just so learning. it's, it's kind of nice when you you're transferring skills to someone, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I remember when I did it like that." You know, I can help her out, and. She, and she was amazed. All I did was have her move her hand a little bit, you know, and it took pressure off of her fingers. And she was more putting her shoulder into it and not just her hand. Private rotary cutting lessons with ZD are $75 an hour. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, I would say They might that, be more than that. Oh, okay. 105 <laughs> No, I'm, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, anyway, so make sure and set yourself up for success with cutting because it's the foundation right. of, the gar- of garment sewing. And I think the next thing that we should talk about um, for next week's episode is pattern mechanics. 
how garment patterns work. work. So that'll be coming up. Flat pattern for a lumpy round body. Uh, something like that. No. Um, and so anyway, that'll be the next episode in this series of episodes with uh, about garment sewing skill sets. Okay? You, you, Absolutely. Are you in it with me, Mom? I'm, I'm there. All right. I, I'm All doing right. it. I'm doing it. Well, thank you for listening. If you have any questions for us or you want to prompt us to do a podcast topic, you can get in touch with us at sewingoutloud.com. Dot com. You can email me, Mallory, at SoHere.com. Or you can find us on Instagram. We're at ZD's Sewing Studio. Thanks for listening. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,